This is Liz Moore. I will read a column from my series titled More or Less. The column appears in the Sunday editions of the Independence Daily Reporter. The title of this column is A Dark Side to Invention. Irritable, enslaved, disconnected from fellow human beings. Sometimes, that's how I feel these days about our ever-present mobile phones and computer devices, both my own and others. Yes, I'm guilty too. I check my iPad many times a day. And dinner companions are likely to bring a whole digital entourage of family, friends, and business colleagues who ping, ring, and gab away. So sorry, I need to take this call, they say. I'm not saying these people are rude. I used to think that, but devices have become ubiquitous, and we're all so attached to them. They're now like appendages, as relied upon as arms and legs. While a friend takes a call, I take advantage of the break to check my own messages. Unfortunately, the inventions that bring people together in an instant also have a side that distances us. The phone call you're taking is more important than the face-to-face conversation we're having. So on a recent Sunday night, a segment of the CBS News show, 60 Minutes, grabbed my attention. Anderson Cooper interviewed a former Google product manager who offered a behind-the-scenes look at tech development. The report was titled Brain Hacking, and it described how Silicon Valley is engineering your phone, apps, and social media to get you hooked. We now aspire to build Facebook friends and amass likes of our posts. Twitter users crave followers and retweets. Teenagers are obsessed with streaks, number of days of messaging back and forth with someone on Snapchat. No one intended to get into our heads to the extent of creating dark psychological states, but the unintended consequences are fear and anxiety, irritability and loneliness from the insertion of technology in a way that inhibits or actually blocks real human interaction. A great thing about small-town life is its simplicity. My friends and I routinely converse without interruption, and church is certainly a device-free zone. I don't really need to constantly look at my computers, and so far, I've refused to get an iPhone. I love my flip phone because it doesn't get into my head. It's simply a tool to make and receive calls and messages. Every morning and evening, I unplug to read the news on a medium that puts me in a satisfying state of control. Paper. In the evening, it's the Daily Reporter, and on Thursdays, the Montgomery County Chronicle. Every morning, I'm at Annie Mae's with the Tulsa World draped across my table. There's no clicking and scrolling on a small screen. I don't have to punch at little X's to get rid of annoying advertising. I'm never reading an article that suddenly disappears, replaced by the message, page has to be reloaded. 
may it never come to this, that a friend disappears through separation, distractions, and inattention, that a relationship must be reloaded due to a misunderstanding on social media. I hope Silicon Valley's powerful hook never gets that sharp.